3: What is going on, everybody? My name is Connor Lawler. Welcome to another week of Weird News Wednesdays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the strangest news stories from around the world. We talk about the news that the real news is too afraid to talk about. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Meehan. Sean, how is it going?
2: I am doing excellently, Connor. I had a, a proposition for you, if you will. Go on. What uh, I'm, if? I'm
3: sure this will be definitely on brand and in tune with the show but please continue it, well it's it's more of a pitch
2: for the show connor so <laughs> okay, go on as you know guess what day the 1st of april is this year
3: eh uh, who is it uh, april fools
2: it's april fools it's on a thursday what oh. if for a laugh we did yeah. real news for a change <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway syria moving oh, on <laughs> do you think we should open with that just like straight in everyone's just like this is a different vibe
2: this is i i mean they're reporting on it excellently in my in my estimation we we would do a good job
3: really informed (laughs) and we knew fucking everything
2: i mean what is it is it that unlikely connor
3: uh, yes, yes it is if anyone oh. has listened to any of these shows um, That's
2: fair enough, so
3: <laughs> So Sean, this is weird news, what do we do here?
2: Uh, you have spent the week gathering all of the weirdest news stories from around the world And you're about to read them all out to me Now I've not had the you know, the benefit of experiencing any of these stories I have several hashtags blocked on Twitter um, Just to give everyone an honest to God interpretation of what it's first like to hear these stories
3: And when we normally happen now, these will not be proper stories, but they're just the silliest headlines that I could find throughout the week. That maybe give us a bit of a brighten up, because it is Hump Day shot after all. So that's why weird news comes out on a Wednesday, just to cheer everyone up midweek. Because sometimes silly things happen. Yeah, that's that's the reason. Not alliteration.
2: It's not alliteration. It's it's the good of your fellow man.
3: Honest to God, I thought it was going to be on a Sunday, but I changed it at the last second.
2: Sad new Sundays could come back, though. <laughs> Sad new
3: <Sunday. laughs> My dog, she's sick again. <laughs> Thank you, Susan. Okay.
2: <laughs> that was Susan with my dog is sick.
3: <laughs> so, we're starting this week, Sean, in everyone's one of their favourite countries, and that is... Ireland yes Sean I love when we start I love when we start with a news story that is from here because we don't normally we're such a small place weird news comes and goes here very sporadically and this week I have a headline Sean that I think is just perfect because I have search continues in Mayo for Houdini the goat a remarkable story goes viral
2: Okay, so they're setting the expectation that this is remarkable, first of all.
3: <laughs> it's Houdini the goat, Sean.
2: Come on. Second, uh, this is the this is a brilliant story. <laughs> Already I'm in love.
3: <laughs> you call a goat Houdini, you set him in Mayo, which is on the west of Ireland. A lovely spot. An lovely absolutely spot. gorgeous
2: spot, Sean. And just, uh, this is the second incidence recently of a disappearing animal in, in Ireland... For those that aren't in the know, beloved dolphin that lives in Mm. County Kerry, Fungi, uh, recently disappeared and we've not been able to find him.
3: And and to be honest with you, I was only getting over the trauma and now Houdini's gone and I feel like I'll never recover.
2: Well, I feel we should have expected it of Houdini, though.
3: (laughs) Who could have been fooled? Like, we should have called him Stay Put, Edie.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that sounds like a pasta. (laughs)
3: It does. It actually does. But I mean, as you said, who could have predicted Houdini has gone missing? Because a goat now nicknamed Houdini, due to, due to her ability to evade capture, has stolen the hearts of the nation, Sean.
2: <laughs> so she's a thief as well. <laughs>
3: We we don't have a lot of news here. It's a small island. So Houdini (laughs) was spotted running around the streets in Mayo on Sunday. And a picture of her standing on the doorstep of a total health pharmacy has gone viral. It appears Houdini is a local celebrity, having been seen around the town before. She is believed to have been caught and put in a field, awaiting transport to her new home in Charleston Furry Friends Animal Sanctuary. Jesus. But escaped again during the weekend, Sean.
2: Jesus. Okay, so a series of escapes, much like Houdini. um, Very similar. But now he's going around taking photos. I can only assume holding today's newspaper and like a threat underneath it.
3: She's sending, she's sending ransom notes to the, to the police, but like, cut out with magazines. You'll never get me.
2: This goat has impeccable spelling.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yule actually even has like the little apostrophe over it as well. Jesus, well done. <laughs> so, someone
2: passed Leaving Cert English, didn't they?
3: <laughs> but as I said, it is believed that she was caught and put in a field because they were awaiting transport, Sean, but she escaped again during the weekend and she was last seen following walkers up the mountains just outside the town that means that she is on the move
2: i would say she is on the hunt has anyone heard from these walkers
3: (laughs) there was never a report of they came back alive but to be fair how would we know that they had seen her unless they came back alive
2: it's uh Hmm. the ransom notes connor
3: ransom (laughs) i have your walkers (laughs) If you do not give
2: me freedom in 48 hours,
3: I will begin sending body
2: parts. What do you think? Yeah, because what... Do goats eat... Okay, this is a stupid question. I acknowledge that. Do goats eat people?
3: (laughs) I'd like to take no, to be honest with you. I mean, I suppose if a goat is hungry enough, it'll eat anything. But I would say they normally stick strictly to grass.
2: Oh, yeah, there might be... uh, Yeah, the... They might be, uh, what is that called? Herbivores? I was going to say Herbivores. stegosaurus. Vegan. vegan. The goats are vegan, correct. That's why yeah. they make so much cheese.
3: <laughs> However, nobody has claimed ownership of the escape artist, Sean. And the Mayo SPCA have been on the outlook for Houdini ever since.
2: See, um, here's the thing, is that goats are like very nimble animals. Like uh, they will jump high, they'll climb up cliffs and things like that. So, yeah, it's possible that it sh- it did get out on its own.
3: <laughs> I mean, it's escaped twice, and now they have a spokesperson for the Mayo SPCA out, and they have they're urging the public to contact them if they come across Houdini. They don't say that she's dangerous, but it's implied. It is written between the lines.
2: It is, um, and this is th- this doesn't shed Ireland in a good light. But we've had another escaped animal during the week, and that a monkey escaped from the zoo. <laughs> is there?
3: Is this the only news story we have?
2: <laughs> I'm just, I'm just saying, is there a chance that Fungi, the dolphin, the monkey, and Houdini the goat are all involved in some kind of reservoir dog scenario? <laughs>
3: There's a dog involved as well.
2: <laughs> That's good. That's very good. I,
3: I like that they're like forming a justice
2: league. <laughs> a, oh, you think they're on the side of good or evil? I, I, mm,
3: I think they're assembling a force for good, but I, I definitely think like, Houdini will turn on them and H- then they'll have to stop her.
2: Houdini's like the anti-hero. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking to the Irish Daily Mirror, the spokesperson for the Mayo SPCA said, "Our newest celebrity is certainly getting a lot of attention. The first thing I would say is that while we have huge respect for Houdini's <laughs> talent and skills, we would love to get her safe and looked after.
2: <laughs> no, nothing against Houdini; it's a remarkable job.
3: <laughs> the the image of like she throws the hands up. Look, we've got nothing but respect, but we have to well, look. I love her." But a lot of the boys in the back, they want her behind bars.
2: It's just like it isn't me; it's the force is doing this. The man <laughs> yes. wants Houdini be behind. If I bars.
3: had my way, she'd roam free, killing mountaineers all day.
2: It's 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 like uh like some kind of British Navy general who has respect for a pirate. If you know, like <laughs> it's like my God, he she sure can work the sea. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but then she has to give us a tip shot because we have now, um, if anyone has an opportunity to hold on to her for us by enclosing her in a field or a garden until she can be taken to Charlestown, we would be very grateful. And she will too when she sees the lovely place waiting for her at the sanctuary. That seems like a bit of a fucking trap if you ask me.
2: Yes, I, oh, she'll see how good it is once she's captured yeah. and forced to yeah, go.
3: Yeah, once she's on somebody's plate.
2: And they're eating goat. Oh, you're not suggesting that they're killing Houdini. <laughs> I'm, I,
3: I have the factory from the Simpsons in mind with little Timmy.
2: <laughs> A cow would kill you and everyone you care about. <laughs>
3: yeah. Um. The, Houdini has apparently escaped capture twice now and doesn't plan to stop. <laughs> How do they know? <laughs>
2: Well, they're gonna lock her in a cave. Er, a cave. Uh, a safe. Well,
3: have they had? Like, have they had like a personality test? She doesn't plan to stop. She's never going to be satisfied.
2: were they, they put like two piece, two signs in front of her? And one was like, "I will never stop escaping," and the other one was like, "I hate grain." And she was like, "Well, I guess one of them is more true than the other." <laughs>
3: I mean it just doesn't plan to stop who told them cuz the goat certainly didn't um so we've tried to get her locked up multiple times now said a local guard which is another word for the police here in Ireland we've tried to get her locked up multiple times but she just keeps finding a way out of her prisons
2: we have no idea how he's <laughs> at the end of his rope this guard like he's been working this case for weeks
3: He's got like full beard and he's just like, I haven't slept in days. The wife just keeps telling me to go to bed. No, I can't, Susan. I can't.
2: I I know you haven't seen it, but I'm just picturing him like Jim Gordon in the Harley Quinn show, who's just like this (laughs) strung out, tired, coffee riddled old man.
3: And he just just has a big white, like he has red string everywhere, but it's all just pictures of Houdini, the picture of the Houdini, the man
2: and the goat, and and in between, what connects them? You zoom out, and all of the red string makes a goat face. (laughs) Talk to me.
3: What are you telling me, guys?
2: Give me your secrets, Houdini.
3: um Valerie McHugh, who's a spokesperson for the pharmacy, then jumps in. Which the pharmacy has no real fame other than being in a photo once with it, and they say it's funny to see who did take the internet by storm. And we're delighted she visited our
2: pharmacy. <laughs> that's like the, that. That someone went to get the photo of the pharmacy, and while they yeah. were there, said, "Do you, do you have? Anything, do you think anything about right. this?"
3: <laughs> Yeah, it's weird that there was a goat outside your shop, wasn't it?
2: Isn't that mad? Just give me a line.
3: Just give me one line. I'll throw it in at the end.
2: give me one line. Look, this is a a brief break from all the miserable news we've all been having.
3: (laughs) So, Sean, what do you think of Houdini the goat? Will she be ever stopped? Will she be on the loose forever? I'm sure we'll have updates. This is an Irish weird news.
2: That's true. Now, I fully expect there to be an update in like a year and a half. And, yeah. uh, and it'd be like, and President Houdini announced today.
3: <laughs> she just keeps falling up, like, and the guard just continues to just like she's a goat. I don't know what you're talking about, Tom. She's an absolute <laughs> charismatic talker. That's what she
2: is. He's just, yeah, he's like one of those reporters from you know one of those, one of those uh, journalistic crime movies, <laughs> just trying to convince everyone that the president is a goat, but no one else addresses it.
3: It was just like, she's brought in some really good policies recently. I don't know what you're talking about. She's, she's eating grass. Yeah, that's her menu. She wanted some grass. A vegan what's
2: president.
3: That? Imagine it. <laughs> I think it's very forward. Tom, I think it's a very progressive move.
2: Are, are you anti-vegan, Tom? Is that what's happening <laughs> <Yeah>. here?
3: <laughs> and he's just, his beard is just down to his knees. He's just <laughs> so strung out. He's just, this goat has ruined my life. <laughs> <laughs> So Sean We're going to have to move on To our next weird news story Because we're moving on From Houdini to Goat Because I mean It's a story there But we have to keep people Updated On that But um, We're moving on To another man who You know the way People just sometimes Don't want to go to work Sean
2: Yeah And I mean no I love work
3: (laughs) You could be listening I too Love work But Sean (laughs) One man decided That he just Didn't want to go Now you could ring in sick, you could, you know, I suppose you, you could say, maybe I want to go on holiday for a little bit, anything. But this man faked his own kidnapping because he didn't want to go to
2: work. Ooh, that is, that's something you have to commit to for the rest of your life.
3: Yeah, like, yeah.
2: I was kidnapped once. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so, Brandon Sewells, 19, has pleaded guilty to reporting false information to law enforcement. Souls beat himself up, tied his hands with his own belt, stuck a bandana in his mouth, and threw himself on the side of the robe to fake the kidnapping on f- in February, what according the to the local police.
2: <laughs> that is not cool. Uh, that is... What? Wait. Did he walk up to the yeah. side of the road and just tie himself up and then just lie down until he was found? I suppose,
3: I suppose the question becomes what order do you do that in if you're going
2: to do it? Bandana first, I would say.
3: Yeah, bandana first. Like, you're not tying your arms and then trying to beat yourself up. That just feels like you're going backwards.
2: Mm, and then, strangely, I would uh, I would tie up my arms first and then blindfold myself. <laughs>
3: You'd you'd balance the blindfold on your foot, and then just like flick it up and try and get around your head.
2: That's I'd I'd like I'd headbutt the blindfold perfectly so that it tied itself in a knot. (laughs)
3: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, is there another way to do it, Sean? I haven't heard of it. But this man decided to beat himself up, tie his own hands with his own belt, and then stuck a bandana in his mouth, and then to top it all off, he threw himself on the side of the road. But he also is said to have moved himself just further enough out that people could see him on the side of the road and faked a kidnapping. Classic
2: kidnapper move there is make your victim very easy to find.
3: (laughs) Wait, he's right over there. He's basically in plain view. This is this is very poor kidnapping. He's sitting
2: calmly on the side of the He's playing a game, boy.
3: <laughs> he also fabricated a complex story about his rich father, a trove of buried cash in the desert, and two masked kidnappers who didn't care that he would miss his shift at
2: the auto shop in town. Jesus. Why... How? Why are you going this far in depth to a lie? Just say you're sick, dude.
3: <laughs> yeah, just ring in and say sorry. Uh, I don't know. Something's after happening. There's been an accident, or oh, a pipe is after bursting, bursting in the basement, and I have to call in a maintenance man, and he's coming out to fix, it and I have to wait here. Just anything. You no, know,
2: Connor, keep going. These are gold.
3: you're like taking out
2: the pen go on
3: go on what's another one (laughs) Um, once again I want to stress I love work
2: we all love work capitalism's the best Um,
3: (laughs) so he informed us this is the police um he informed us that he was hit in the head and stuffed in a car in front of his home but when we went to his house we located video surveillance in front of his home we were able to see no such thing occurred first mistake just say you were kidnapped later on in the day
2: kidnapped on your way to work perhaps
3: Yes, yes. Police say the man also fabricated text message chains to back up his story. Soldiers reportedly claimed he was kidnapped because of a large amount of money that his father had hid somewhere in the desert and that the kidnappers wanted to get hold of it.
2: All this effort that he went, he could have done up a CV and just found a new job. I think this is more of an example of just get another job. You clearly don't like this one.
3: Yeah. Um. He ultimately confessed to staging the whole thing when police confronted him a week after the incident. After we showed him all the information, he admitted that he fabricated his story because he just didn't want to go to work that day. Tareko says the incident was a major waste of police, firefighter and paramedic resources.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it was. That could be (laughs) so much better utilised.
3: But you will find out, though, Sean, that he has been... Obviously, he's gone to jail and he's come back out, but he's also likely to get even more time off work, as police say he was fired from his job.
2: (laughs) Ah. The the full circle story is what I love in that. (laughs) Sean, what do you think of this man's commitment? Commitment? uh, Look, I can only... Ironically, this man's work ethic towards this lie is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, he actually
3: worked harder on this than going to work.
2: Like, why doesn't he become a screenwriter or something? <laughs>
3: <laughs> to, to, devolve, or like, to devise all of this in your head would require a serious amount of future planning. So, he must have been planning this for days before and like getting all the bits in order. He only forgot about one of his neighbours having a camera maybe on their doorstep or just pointing out from their door that's after just rattling him out
2: like imagine what because surely the police would have gone around to all the neighbours and been like did you see anything probably talked to his parents as well do you think that like he's he's the kid who faked a kidnapping now like that's no matter what he does in life that'll always be is that the lad who faked getting a kidnapped yep yeah it is Could could you hire him if you were another company. I mean, there. look, what's going to come up when you Google his name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: Any background checks. Oh, he didn't like working and so he committed a fake kidnapping. Well, I don't think you're right for the role. Sorry.
2: Because you need five years of experience at yeah. not faking kidnappings.
3: <laughs> you need a lifetime experience of not being kidnapped. Unfortunately, sorry about that now.
2: Sorry, I don't make the rules.
3: (laughs) But you're the CEO. I don't make the rules. You know what I mean? My hands are clean. (laughs) (laughs) Unlike yours that day that you beat the shit out of yourself. Unless Um, there's
2: some... I don't know, trove of treasure that you could lead me to, (laughs) wink.
3: Do you have your father's number by any chance still? Um, Sean, how would you go about beating yourself up? I think that would be the hardest part. Like, tying yourself up, putting my dad in your mouth, throwing yourself at the side of the road, fair enough. But have you ever actually tried to punch yourself or something? Like, it's... It's really, hard. it's really hard
2: every instinct in your body tells you not to like there, there are certain things yeah. that you're hardwired not to do like apparently you can bite through your own finger um but your body oh. won't let you um and, 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 and don't try it i have to stress yeah. that don't try just it just
3: really quickly i do not want any tweets
2: <laughs> <But> <laughs> guys i did it
3: <laughs> look picture
2: but i don't think i've hit myself in the face on accident But I don't think I could consciously punch myself full force in the face.
3: No, and I I think, like, the only time that's ever acceptable to cause yourself harm is if, like, you're in a 127-hour situation. And you're like, I gotta, like, chop off my own arm to survive. Or, like, you're in handcuffs and some people, like, break their thumb or wrist. Yeah, like, like it's a last
2: resort kind of thing. It's not, I fancy a day off work.
3: Yeah, like, he must be standing there and he's like, I have to harm myself. And he's looking at a wall and he's like I have to headbutt the wall <laughs> as hard as I can to fuck myself up but that takes a serious amount of like I really don't like work
2: <laughs> like it's got a it's how bad is the job like because <laughs> he? Like, he's working in an auto it, store yeah it's an auto store it can't be that bad it's just like fair enough I like work in retail like I I imagine it might be a bit boring at times I gather there's other things you want to do as a 19 year old but also you'll get paid at the end of it yeah like
3: that surely goes through your head when you're like okay I have to smash my shoulder against and dislocate my own shoulder (laughs) against this pipe hang on
2: Hang on, I've seen Lethal Weapon a few times.
3: I I would literally like move my shoulder back and just be about to do it, and then go ah fuck it, I'll just go to the office. That's <laughs> It'll it.
2: be alright. You would reconcile that fact in your head as you were swinging towards the pipe.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um you know, I just I wanted to cover this because some people hate their jobs and then there's this guy who will go to all ends just to have one sick day.
2: Absolutely, but we both love our jobs, so what are we even talking yeah. about, Connor?
3: I love love it. I, lo- I, I don't want to stress this enough, but I love it.
2: Love the concept of work in general.
3: <laughs> yeah. Just the, the whole concept. Not even any company in particular. Just the concept. Just the idea I just love it.
2: that people work is beautiful.
3: <laughs> <laughs> do, we, do we work for the man?
2: <laughs> I think we are the man
3: <laughs> I, th- I think we are the man now If if you say I love work enough You become the man Um That's true so this indie podcast on. is
2: on its way out Connor <laughs>
3: <laughs> So Sean we, we're going to move on To an Ohio man um, Who has decided that Lent Was the perfect time to maybe Change up his diet Now Lent is of course a time where You've got 46 days to do whatever you want And uh, most people Give up something
2: um, and other people do a shit ton of cocaine
3: Other people are just thinking 46 days of straight hard drugs Would be good for me Now, I am not one to judge But this man has decided that he's Come up with the perfect diet For his 46 day length Not to lose weight, well actually to lose weight He's come up with f- He foregoes food for 46 days And instead has a beer diet Sean
2: Tell me more Connor <laughs>
3: I knew this would get your fancy. This guy
2: sounds like a wise operator.
3: So Del Hall of Cincinnati said his Lent diet includes only beer, water and black coffee and herbal tea. And as of Friday morning, in day three of his diet, he is down 5.8 pounds.
2: My goodness, that's not
3: bad. And then he says, I like that. So obviously the first question is like, are you an alcoholic? Like straight up, and his first question to te- easier pain shot, he says, "I only have about tr- five to six beers a day, so not that bad."
2: That's sure. That's less than a gallon, Connor. <laughs>
3: He says, it's not like I'm drinking constantly. If you eat your standard diet, it gets boring. You don't eat the same thing every day. So I am definitely not going to drink the same thing every day.
2: So he's probably mixing up the beers as he goes. Oh, he's mixing, that's always, that always is the sign of someone who's not an alcoholic. Is that, they'll just drink anything.
3: So he actually says that he's gone on this beer diet in 2019 and 2020, so for the last two years, and he's lost 40 to 50 pounds both years.
2: But I, the thing is, I can, I can imagine it because he is starving himself.
3: Yeah, but he's just, he's just drinking beer.
2: Imagine what he could do if he wasn't drinking beer, though. And just eating, <laughs>
3: but like he needs Like, the beer is full of calories, so that's probably what's fueling him.
2: What's he drinking? What's he drinking? Six pints of a day?
3: Oh, for yeah. forty-six what, uh, days. What would you if I told like I think if I told you you had to drink six pints a day, I think even you, and I know you love a good pint, but I think after day eight or nine, you might think I don't want to drink all six. Just, and I'm like, you have
2: to. I just want a <laughs> sandwich. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I like. I was gonna say Guinness, but no, no. no. I, my intestines would Jesus, be like no. oil by the end of it.
3: Imagine having that for breakfast. Uh,
2: okay. Uh, also, oh, this is a story. <laughs> During the heat wave last summer, when we could only like eat and drink outside in Ireland, uh, I saw lads sitting outside in like thirty degree heat drinking pints of Guinness, and I was just oh. like, "Oh, that, how do you do that on such a hot day?" <laughs> um, But then, you don't want to go, like, Heineken, do you? You can't do six pints of Heineken a day.
3: No. Oh, man. What could you drink? Like, because you're drinking it in the morning, and, like, say... uh, I was going to say after dinner, but he's not having dinner. So he's having beer. And then when he settles in for the evening, he's also having beer. (laughs) That's
2: Yeah, and I think maybe, like, a... Because you don't want to be pissed drunk all the time. I mean, you're going to be pissed drunk all the time, but you don't want to be, like, Because you're not messy. eating, anything. You're not eating. You have no soakage.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he's just... If
2: he has one beer in the morning, he's pissed by lunch. Because it's just a constant state of having alcohol in your bloodstream. Does he detox yeah. the rest of the years? He's just, like, teetotal for... The other, uh, he doesn't say. It. Two days he he doesn't
3: year. say if he's if he's teetotal, but he does say like he's not just drinking beer. He's drinking water, black coffee, and herbal tea as well to mix it in. But he is having at least five to six beers a day, which I just felt like I should bring this to you in in case Lent is coming up next year,
2: Sean, or it's not too late to get on this diet now. I, it could still make a dent, obviously. Um, I'm not mm. sure it's the diet for me. I get very snacky when I drink.
3: <laughs> I think everyone who drinks like they just like salty shit.
2: Yeah, just a different taste and texture in your mouth. Um, so I like I I would be on this diet and I maybe get honestly I might get the first day down and then I'd be like Oh there's Doritos downstairs.
3: <laughs> yeah, but like even the guys or gals like if you go on a weekend like a a massive weekend just binge like if you go hard Friday hard Saturday hard Sunday. By Monday, I think you're, st- you're fucking wrecked. Like, you're just like, I'm done. I just want a day where I watch a movie and just do nothing.
2: That's it. I also, I, I can't do, like, full weekends anymore. I'll get, like, one afternoon and then I just, like, I want to sleep and have... <laughs> you're getting old. I just want a lettuce sandwich is all I want.
3: <laughs> and this man can't have that because he's gone for 46 days.
2: That's absolute. How is he not dead?
3: he's losing 50 pounds every year
2: but that's like every year he's already done this first of all which is wild to me that he survived it Mm. Uh, but twice 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 twice
3: 2019 and 2020
2: fucking hell I wonder how he's faring after like a year of the global bastard and now having to face Mm. into this does it help matters does it hinder them I mean, I think it would cheer you up for a short period. Oh, you'd be, oh, you'd be over the moon for a little while, but then. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> but I just wanted to let everyone know that is what this man decided to do for lead. So people are out there like, oh, I'll give up sugar in my tea or coffee or whatever. This is real commitment. He's going straight for the booze.
2: Just, just straight for the sup. <laughs>
3: Um, So we're going to move on to our next piece of news And this is a California driver Who was busted for using a realistic dummy In a carpool lane recently
2: How realistic? Because it could have just been a human, right?
3: I'm talking realistic
2: Okay
3: You You can look this up if you'd like But this is like This man has put in effort Into
2: this realistic mannequin Carpool lane Realistic mannequin how fucking this- bad is traffic that this is a common occurrence that we have
3: <laughs> so drivers getting creative with sneaking into carpool lanes is not a new ah,
2: Sorry, oh <laughs> no that's fucked isn't it so good <laughs> that's ridiculous that's terrifying it's wearing a mask
3: It is. The mannequin looked like an older man with grey hair and wrinkles on his face, wearing eyeglasses and a face mask, sitting in the passenger seat of the driver's Toyota. Officer Rodrigo Jimenez said in an interview on Friday, the dummy also had donned a Cleveland Indians baseball cap and had sunglasses tucked in the shirt's front pocket.
2: (laughs) Because he's got that drip as well.
3: Yeah, he... (laughs) you got to have that sauce, man. So, Officer S. Sullinger was the one who found the realistic mannequin while patrolling the eastbound freeway. This... Um, look, go on.
2: I was just say this mannequin looks like me in about 40 years.
3: I, I, you know what? I was kind of thinking the same thing. It has a bit of the long hair. The long hair, the glasses. Yeah, it has a bit of the, <laughs> the, the dead look in its eyes.
2: <laughs> it's dumb as fuck. <laughs>
3: <laughs> looking for a potential in car- carpool violators, so they were looking for... Um, the officer noticed the front passenger in the Toyota looked a bit suspicious and that the vehicle had tinted windows on the front passenger side oddly, which is illegal, Jimenez said, but oddly on that window.
2: That is... Ah, you got caught for something stupid then.
3: Why Pulled spend... The dry- sorry,
2: why spend all the money yeah. on a realistic mannequin if you're going to tint the window?
3: Yeah, I feel like if you're going to... N- don't hit the window. If you're that confident in your realistic fucking... You've probably stuffed an actual human mannequin. Just go with it.
2: Yeah. What, what if this was a story opened up with, like, taxidermy specialists? <laughs>
3: Um, The driver reportedly told the officer So when the driver rolled his window down To talk to the officer Sullinger realised the passenger was a fake Almost immediately But the driver reportedly told the officer Oh he doesn't talk much He's very shy
2: (laughs) He's committed till the end
3: (laughs) Because, Because the thing is Once the officer like winds down the window And he gives like a glance At the mannequin The guy must be just like sweating and he's like, I have to commit fully.
2: Yeah, like, I'm I'm in this now. It's you and me, buddy.
3: <laughs> There's a look of recognition on the officer's face, like, that doesn't look very real. But, like, he's having a conversation with the driver. When the officer pushed further on the passenger details, the driver then told him that he was deaf and that he had an accident a few years ago.
2: <laughs> the, the canon of this passenger, by the way... <laughs>
3: I like that He's just like um, Hey man What's going on Are you the passenger Oh he's deaf And also he was in an accident That's why he's being very still I wouldn't worry about also,
2: it Also he got his eyelids Fused upwards So he Yeah can't his blink.
3: eyelids are fused together He's not blinking much But that's just because His eyes are always moist Don't ask
2: Don't ask He's a moist boy <laughs>
3: Um, The officer began to walk around the car at this point And it was then when the driver began loudly yelling at the officer That his passenger was a dangerous man And that touching him could lead to the officer being harmed
2: Oh no, he'll flip out, he'll be like Yoda He'll do some backflips and shit
3: He's just like staring into the distance, not moving And then the officer's walking around like Don't fucking touch him though Because he is an absolute Kung Fu expert.
2: He's made of poison, officer. I didn't want to say it to you.
3: His whole body. And I'm giving him a carpool just because, you know, like nobody else will touch him and I'm just really brave. I'm immune to
2: poison. I've been...
3: Yeah, I'm immune to poison. You probably know that about me. (laughs) Finally, though, he confessed almost immediately after. Jimenez said that the driver didn't say much else other than that he's been driving around with the mannequin and he'd been getting away with it for a year and a half...
2: That is, that's actually ridiculous.
3: Yeah, just to drive in the carpool lane. He got this thing mannequin done up that's so realistic. He's been getting away with it for that long.
2: How again? How bad is the traffic that that's that's a legitimate solution to some people to you know fabricate or buy? A, I mean, it's California, so probably pretty bad. I mean, yeah. Probably pretty bad, probably better in the last year, is that safe to say,
3: uh, yeah, I could only assume so, like at least a little bit better, but even then, I mean, you've already committed to the mannequin. you can't just leave it at home,
2: no, the wife hates the mannequin,
3: <laughs> yeah, it'd be really weird
2: It's it's, it's um uh, look i'm I'm not mad at someone doing this, I just you shouldn't have got caught for a tinted window that's illegal.
3: Yeah, I I think that's probably the most annoying thing because he spent money on the tinted window because he only tinted that window. So he spent money on the mannequin and then he came up with the genius idea, well, if I tint the window and it's a realistic mannequin, I'll never be caught. Not realising that tinted windows are illegal.
2: Yeah, and he spent money on two things to try and make this scheme pay off. And if he had just invested heavily in one... Like if he had tinted all the windows of the car, I think that would have been grand. Or if he had taxidermied a real human. That's it. That's If he had hired yeah. a hitman and said, I yeah. just need them in good condition. I
3: need you to kill one of my favourite podcast hosts, but wait 40 years and then stuff him.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm one of his favourite podcast hosts.
3: <laughs> no, Oh, you brought me Connor. <laughs> no, I wanted Joe Rogan. <laughs> Yeah, he hates this show. He loves Joe Rogan.
2: That's really interesting.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So, Sean, this uh, man got caught for, I think this is probably one of the dumbest things, but also the mannequin was so realistic, and then his reaction to like, no, don't touch him, officer. He's a dangerous man. I wouldn't worry about it. He's getting more and more desperate. That just made me laugh.
2: Yeah, yeah, if you touch him, he'll explode. Uh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
3: um, so, Sean, we're going to move on to our next piece of news, and this is a Chinese man who decided to cause an outage. Um, because he was on top of a power pole, Sean. Now, not normally a good idea in the best of types, but I, my headline here is a Chinese man causes outage after sit
2: ups atop power pole. Sit ups, you say? Yes, sit ups. Why did they have to be on top of a power pole?
3: I mean, it adds just a little bit of, I mean, n- don't fool the pun, but a bit of energy, oh. I, I could only assume. Oh,
2: shocking, Connor.
3: Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> Lightning quick response. Ooh, wires. Uh. <laughs> Yes. Um, a man in China scaled a utility pole to do sit ups off the top of it, stunning onlookers and causing a power cut to thousands of homes. Oh, he said.
2: now it's your fault. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the unnamed man was taken away by police following his antics on Sunday evening on the outskirts of the sou- sou- southwestern city of Chengdu. It published a video on the Twitter like Weebo showing the man suspended about 10 metres or 30 feet in the air as he did a stomach crunch off the top of the pylon.
2: Jesus Christ, and he's ripped to shreds is what I'm imagining oh, here. Oh, I can only assume he's an absolute tank. Pure specimen of a human. Does, does it make it funnier if he's not? If he's like someone who's just starting to get into shape.
3: Like yeah He's just like Starting to get the ship when he's skipping steps One to like Ninety nine
2: And he's just Gonna go straight To parkour He wants to get swole But he's real good At climbing
3: (laughs) Like All those guys In all those cool videos They always climb Like really high Things And then they start Doing like They start doing Handstands And they're like Oh are they gonna fall But they never fall I could
2: be like them Yeah I could kill The power to An entire town Yeah the local
3: power company initiated an emergency power cut affecting tens of thousands
2: of households, Sean. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, no. And, but he got them reps in, though.
3: Yeah, well, like, it's, I mean, it's February. It, it's normally the time where people maybe fall off their January, like, they're like, oh, January, I'm getting fit. February, fall off. Actually, it's moved into March now, but this happened during February at the end of it. Um, But... I'm thinking, he's looking at that thinking, I'm not giving up, right? I started this in January and I'm going to finish it out. I'm going to get ripped to shreds. Have a, have a 19 pack by the end of the year.
2: A 19 pack? A 19 pack, yes. Look, it's a good plan. It's a solid plan. he will need yeah. to incorporate a beer-based diet at some point. <laughs> yeah. If
3: you really want to get that pack going, you need to get the
2: beer in. That's true. I've been, I've been cultivating mass for so long that mm. the day I start the beer-based diet, my God. And, like, explode. if you
3: start the beer-based diet and then also do the sit-ups atop a power pole, it makes you ripped.
2: It You only need to do one, is the thing. Like, that's the bargain <laughs> yeah. you make with Satan in this. But
3: the effort of climbing the pole in the first place gives me the impression that he thought, yeah, this... Is- this is a good idea yeah no absolutely I think the sit-ups will be more powerful up there
2: Uh, 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 he's very proud of the progress he's made Connor and Mm. what he wants to do people these days they're all tuned into screens and phones and shit so he says right I'll kill two birds with one stone do me press-ups on top of the power pole knock out power for the entire town hospitals (laughs) look at me I'm doing press (laughs) sit-ups
3: And he's just like, if I could knock everyone's electricity out, then everybody will have to start doing sit-ups a whole. So really, he's like a personal trainer.
2: <laughs> he's Joe Wicks. He's the the he's Joe, Joe Wicks. Wicks of China.
3: Yeah, he's he's the Joe Wicks of China with the big curly hair. He's like, I see you guys, right? time to get fit. And you're not going to get fit if you're all at home watching Netflix. Now if you'll excuse me, I'm going to knock all your power out just so you have to do silbs. Or get a bike to run your own electricity. That's how you get fit.
2: I will accept big community hamster wheel. <laughs> yeah.
3: Just a real big one. Run the shit out of yourselves just to get that community up and running.
2: So, I look, ultimately I think, not not the best move, but Fair play to you for climbing that pole and doing some sit-ups.
3: I, I think I think it shows his commitment to getting
2: fit. Exactly. Lean, mean, climbing machine.
3: <laughs> uh, okay, we're going to move on, Sean, to our next piece of news. Now, this is a bit of a mystery. Okay? Excellent. Now, I, I don't normally... There's not a lot of information to go off this, but I wanted to know your thoughts, because it's a bit of a conspiracy theory, it's a bit weird, and I always come to you because you're a resident weird guy solver. Because Thank you for
2: putting solver at the end of that.
3: Solver, yes, weird guy solver, yes. Um because, Sean, this story starts in a Tesco. A Tesco car park in Royston, in England. Okay. Because the other day, what happened was they had 100 reports in three days from people using the car park say they were locked out of their cars and their key fobs stopped working. That's over 100 reports. I'm saying 5G waves are currently killing those cars. What are your thoughts, Sean?
2: Are, you, are we positive there's 5G nearby?
3: Uh, I I have not confirmed that I'm just right. saying so, A lot of cars at a car park Key fobs all stop working Simultaneously Over a few days And you have hundreds of reports Of people unable to get into their own car
2: That's true And look Who's to say those fobs don't run off 5, 6 or even 7G Connor?
3: 16G yes oh My god
2: uh, And now, another argument to be made there. How are they calling these in if the 5G is attacking them? <laughs> uh, but that's beside the point. We've already established... But what if
3: the 5G is only specifically targeting key fobs?
2: But what use has a phone tower for a car, Connor?
3: But what if... Yeah, but have you ever seen... Um, no, you haven't. Fast and Furious H Sean. Charlize Theron takes over a load of cars... Starts driving them around and starts killing people.
2: Oh my God, that's exactly what's happening here. So. That's
3: exa- I'm Look, I didn't want to say it out loud, but now that you've put the idea out there, it's definitely there. Sean, this is a mystery because it's just a bit of a weird thing that <laughs> the Noodle article takes very seriously. It's kind of slightly just very minor, but the article is written like, this is going to fucking kill us all.
2: This is just, this is fucking weird, guys. Like yeah. Tesco as well. Tesco, how do Tesco feel about this? Have they commented? So, <laughs>
3: that's funny you say, it, because the force said the cause the cause was not yet known, but was not being treated as malicious intent. That's exactly what they would say if it was malicious intent. And I
2: think the force the, might be under five G, but continue.
3: The, the, <laughs> <laughs> the, the case is being investigated by a communications watchdog. Tesco has been contacted for comment, but it had no comment yet. So, so far, no comment. I'm still a bit freaked out, Sean. That's... Police urged people not to panic if they found they could not access their cars and to report difficulties to the supermarket themselves. Concerns have been raised in the past about weaknesses in keyless entry system technology, including a risk of vehicle theft. Some worries focus on radio jamming devices blocking signals for remote control central locking, Sean. My god, and
2: then it's then, then they take down your brakes, then they start hmm. tuning your radio without asking. Uh, and then
3: you're like, oh, I don't want to listen to this station. This is stupid. <laughs>
2: this, this is the worst station. But <laughs> what? Okay, so are we saying that tinfoil hats are the only way to protect ourselves at this point? Because they do block I'm, radio waves. I'm
3: not. I, no, I think wrap your car in tinfoil.
2: <sighs> tinfoil car. Some would tin say a car hat. is already made of metal, but continue.
3: Some would say, but not tinfoil metal.
2: That's, it's, not, it's neither tin nor foil. You're, you are Yeah, correct. but
3: what if you get like a big box of aluminium foil, wrap the car in, you'll reflect the sun as well. So you're blind like other drivers, so everyone stays out of your way. Never crash, never get your car taken over brainwaves.
2: But Connor, where would someone procure a large amount of tinned foil?
3: Fuck. Oh, fuck. Um, oh, uh, Sainsbury's. Wait, no, Tesco. T- Tesco.
2: Tesco! They're in this story! <laughs> well, Tesco are starting an arms race, I feel. Uh, Trying to push tinfoil in a big way The only logical (laughs) solution there Is to wrap your car in tinfoil You're already in Tesco
3: Sometimes I just throw in a story Because I just think it'll be funny
2: (laughs) (laughs) Just to see where we Fucking clutch at straws And end up
3: (laughs) (laughs) Because I'm freaked out Because there was so many comments underneath Like This story though Had so many comments underneath it Of you can only imagine Sean And they were all just amazing, because everybody were like, my fob wouldn't work. Some lady couldn't stop her alarm going off. And there were at least three other car alarms going off. I thought it was some kind of alien phenomenon. Beautiful. Oh, fuck.
2: You love when it's brought in, don't you? When-
3: I love when the aliens get thrown in, Sean. So, what of that? What if it is aliens?
2: Uh, what? But again, the aliens presumably already have transport. Unless they're among us, Yeah, currently. if
3: they've come... Yeah, but they've come here in a spaceship. Like, their transport is obviously better than your little, like, your Kia Rio.
2: Yeah, no, oh, don't do the Kia Rio <laughs> dirty like that.
3: <laughs> I only said Kia Rio because I think, actually, my parents have a Kia Rio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't do your parents' car dirty like that.
3: <laughs> hey, fuck them.
2: <laughs> but the... I, look, I, if the, if it was aliens, it that's... So, okay... So, by the logical progression of what we've established in this argument, aliens yeah. are using 5G to lock us out of our cars in a Tesco car park so that Tesco can sell more tinfoil. Yeah. Okay. And
3: what if, if it's somewhere along, I don't know, it's, it's got to be aliens, obviously, that's guaranteed. There's aliens involved. There's lots of people cagging into the car, Sean. What if it's like somebody's blocking, j- jamming signals? Someone's in the bushes jamming signals. Just, we don't know who they are.
2: I, I, to be fair, Con, I think that's the more likely one. Is that it's someone with some? I don't look. I don't know enough no, I mean about an rad- alien. oh, an alien, little alien. Well, oh, even yeah. still, even <laughs> still, I think that's more likely than whatever the fuck we decided. <laughs> uh, I don't know enough about radio waves to know if you how easy they are to block. But I like. I remember having to. Unlock a car door with a coat hanger Like that's, a, that's another story From I need to wrap My my person and my car And my shopping Which is rapidly defrosting I need to wrap all of that in tin tinfoil And then go into the bushes and fight the alien Who's pointing a signal jammer at my key
3: <laughs> See here's the thing I just thought you were our resident mystery And every week I like to throw a mystery at you And see what you come up with Because I know you're a man of red string and you like to put those pieces together. So if you're telling me it's an alien in a bush <laughs> using tinfoil, I'm going to believe it, John.
2: The, well, then, Connor, get ready to believe it, because that's exactly what's <laughs> going on. You can take that to the bank, uh, but you can't drive. You've parked in the wrong place. You've been towed.
3: Yeah, no, absolutely. You're going to get towed. <laughs> Honest to God, they'll, they'll actually clamp your car if you stay there. Just move away.
2: All those fish fingers that you bought. Oh, say goodbye to those.
3: Oh, somebody doesn't like fish fingers. (laughs) Um, So, Sean, we're going to finish off this week with Florida Man. Of course we are. Because drunk Florida Man arrested for DUI admits, Damn, I'm buzzed. Look,
2: A man who knows when he's defeated uh, is a very (laughs) brave man.
3: Um, A man was arrested in Charlotte County for a DUI after leaving the White Elephant Bar. A Charlotte County deputy pulled a tan Lincoln town car over for careless driving on Monday. When the deputy asked the driver for his licence, Charles Kensel handed over his credit card instead.
2: Oh but uh, is that some kind of twenty first century bribe? It's like, get yourself um, something I feel nice.
3: like it's I think it's I think it's just because he's really, really drunk, but it could be the ultimate power move.
2: It's just like, oh pay the fine already. <laughs>
3: He like went for one of those handshakes But instead of having like the five dollars in his hand He had the credit card
2: It's a credit card and then he goes to high five him And it's a credit card machine
3: (laughs) And then he's just like Oh my god we're soulmates this." (laughs)
2: <laughs> officer, thank you
3: <laughs> The deputy explained that his license was needed and not his credit card But Kenzel looked really bemused Looked out the
2: window and said See, I told you, that's it, jeez <laughs> Officer, you're wasting my time It has my name on it, for God's sake Honestly, officer,
3: have I handed you anything else? I've obviously handed you my driver's license Do you see any other cards around? I don't Jesus Don't learn how to do Your
2: fucking job And And he was driving out Of a Tesco car park Correct N- uh, That's not mentioned But I can only assume Grant Grand will continue to assume That going forward
3: mm. After he was able to produce his licence eventually, Kenzel told the deputy he had four rum drinks at the White Elephant Bar, per the arrest report. He then informed the officer this was all one big misunderstanding, as he was a big deal over at his golf club.
2: (laughs) I just had to drink. And then they said, you're too drunk to drive. And I said, I bet you I'm not. And I had to live up to that officer.
3: I'm really good at golf though, officer. So I mean, you could arrest me, but I uh, like I'm really good at par trees. So come on now,
2: I can do them in at least six shots. <laughs> yeah.
3: he offered the officer private golf lessons if he wanted.
2: We, officer, we could, we we could take that oh three strokes on a par five. We could bring that up to seven. <laughs> He's just like,
3: officer. What's your handicap? No, let be honest with me. Be honest with me. Come on, now. Come on. We're friends. We're friends. What? what are you, uh, Nineteen. Actually, that's, that's not bad. Um, I could get you to a twenty-six. with that, is that worse? Or oh, is that worse, officer? Oh, um,
2: what is golf?
3: Sorry, uh, yeah, no, I'm a big deal at the golf, I but mostly tennis, just for the drink. Aren't I? <laughs> <laughs> um, he also kept randomly yelling four in between breaks in the conversation. <laughs>
2: oh, he's, he, he played on a golf course in Nam and just had flashbacks <laughs> every so often.
3: So the officer's like trying to talk him through the fact that he's been arrested and he's just repeatedly shouting four before every sentence.
2: That is. It, look, it is the mark of a good golfer. Always be prepared.
3: Yeah. Oh, no, the mark of a good golfer is not to yell for. It's to hit the ball where you wanted to hit it.
2: Oh, is it? What? what? I thought it was like the way people would yell timber when a tree comes down. That it's just like, oh, I'm hitting the ball now.
3: <laughs> no, you're you're meant to hit it where you want to, not if it's going near people you shout for. Ah, right. Yeah. My
2: God. God, I owe some but golfers given some apologies.
3: This, he's given, Florida man's given this officer plenty of chances. He's told them, I'm a big deal over at the golf club. Then he follows it up with, I can give you private golf lessons. All you have to do is just let this go. He gives him his credit card as a sign of peace, as a sign of, look, there's my credit card. Would an honest man not give you his credit? I don't think so. Right? I think I'm an honest man. I'll give you my card, I'll give you my licence down in a second, but just like, let me explain how I do business when I give private lessons, um, and then we'll talk about, you know, just confidentiality, and if you want to get your handicap up, and for... Sorry, um, that's just that's just natural reaction. See, what the story um, doesn't mention
2: is that hours later, that police officer <laughs> was hitting the head with a golf ball.
3: He agreed to complete the sobriety ex- exercises, and then was immediately arrested after he failed every single one of them.
2: He'd never failed in his life before, but there's the first time I for like everything. How,
3: every time he like he like he's trying to walk in a straight line, and he falls over. And he just looks at the officer. And he's like, hole in one once again.
2: <laughs> um,
3: on the way to jail, Kensel said, "Damn, I am buzzed repeatedly." And I shouldn't have been driving after drinking, officer. Do you forgive me? According to the arrest report, he also repeatedly told the deputy his name over and over again.
2: (laughs) Here's my credit card for proof.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Kenzo's driver's license was surrendered. Sean, what do you think of Florida,
2: man? Look, he he really came to terms with it right at the end there um, when he admitted to crimes and said he shouldn't have done things. Uh, He, He
3: couldn't understand why he was being arrested. And then once he got arrested, he was like, "Shit, they don't like golf."
2: Ah, oh, these these are football men.
3: <laughs> so, Officer, can I just tell you, I am Pele. I just want to say that to you, and you can believe me if you want. But, honest to God, I'm Pele.
2: But as we say in soccer, the ball is in your court. <laughs>
3: As we say in soccer, it's a par five if you want the hole-in-one. You know how it is.
2: <laughs> Advantage a me.
3: <laughs> Advantage me. I like to shoot trees from the free-throw line.
2: Oh, Jesse's very good. <laughs> Jesse's very good at golf. <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, soccer.
2: Oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, oh, but imagine, it's like, imagine you had some kind of superpower that you could just pick up a golf ball from like, the tee. And throw it straight into the hole, like whatever the distance <laughs> of the course. You
3: know what? I I would back the rock to throw a golf ball to like down the down hundred eighty yards.
2: I yeah, I think given enough time and practice, he could. Because how far can people throw... Th- That's a fucking dumb question. <laughs> how far can people, how far throw, can things? people throw things? How yeah, far? I, suppose,
3: I suppose it really depends on a lot of factors, Sean. Look,
2: we're going to end the show on the triumph of human <laughs> excellence and we're going to see <laughs> how far can people throw things, alright?
3: Someone, someone look up how far people can throw things. No context. I don't want to know the object. I don't want to know the person. I just want to know how far can people throw things. Google's got to give a very specific answer to that.
2: Oh, well, first of all, it's Reddit in Ask Science. Uh, oh,
3: here we go. <laughs>
2: fucking hell. Uh, so the longest throw of any object without any <laughs> velocity aiding feature is yeah. sorry 427.2 metres. So 1,400 feet. And it was a boomerang thrown by a man in Queensland, Australia. Jesus
3: Christ. So, when you think about it, The Rock could definitely throw a golf ball 300 yards down a par 5.
2: Absolutely. I, I think that would be easy for The Rock.
3: <laughs> <laughs> have you seen The Rock? Have you seen the size of a golf ball? He's got an arm made of a cannon. he absolutely... Fu- no, you'd, ha- you'd probably have to get, like, Tom Brady or, like, a, an NFL quarterback... Or to just get a golf ball.
2: What if we hit the golf ball with some kind of club?
3: Huh? Oh, all right. We use tools okay.
2: in the in the game. Uh,
3: are, are the are the clubs made of iron?
2: Iron, wood, uh,
3: yeah, other yeah.
2: materials. Different clubs for mm. different uses. You know, you ha- you pay someone else to carry the clubs around because fuck that shit.
3: Yeah. Can we call it ball?
2: I would only accept this if it's called ball.
3: Sean, I think that's the end of this week's Weird News.
2: I'm really happy with how we ended it.
3: (laughs) So, Sean, would you like to take us out?
2: Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Weird News Wednesday. We will be back Friday with Hero or Zero. Monday with Movie Mondays, and next Wednesday, of course, with another episode of Weird News Wednesday. Big thank you goes out to all of our patrons over on Patreon who continue to support the show, are absolute legends in that regard, um, and are also absolute divils in that they all change their names on the regular. Uh, and I have never updated a Google Doc so much in my life. And also, yeah. I'll read out whatever they write. So here- Go on. Here we go. Big thanks. Goes out to Waffles. Insert something funny here. Williams. Kira Lawler. David Clark. Ed Ball. Joe Snyder cut my hair, Bernie. Uh, Raymond. Amethyst Realms X ging Roisin. Still not quite sure who the Eternals are. Can someone explain them to me? Hallie.
3: Sorry, Sean. Sean. Yeah. Just really quickly, actually. That's actually a very good point. Um, so, Roisin just raised a very good point. I just was thinking, who are the Eternals? Sean, just... Who are the Eternals?
2: The Eternals, look, Marvel Comics, and there's a yeah. movie coming out. All right.
3: Yeah. There's a okay. Well, look, I just, I just wanted to ask. Look, I just wanted to ask.
2: We was, will get I there mean, when we get there. It's important people
3: know. It's important people know. Shut. <laughs> Thank you, Roshan, for setting me up. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Ryan Satron Paint Evanson. Evan- Evan- uh Sean, Connor's a dummy, sphere for a head, Jamieson
3: Okay, alright. I'm I'm Sean, I'm having words. I'm I'm not happy with what's happening here.
2: Wow, did someone's name change upset you, Connor? Wow. <laughs> Go on. Uh Dominic, Josiah, Florida gal green, Anna hooks for hands, Camroos, and little Dickie, no one knows what it's like to be the sad man, to be the Batman McGrew. <laughs> It is Dickie Strikes again! <laughs> dickie Tricky Dicky over here messing with me every week.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I just keep updating your names. Um, it's, it's, it never gets old. Yeah,
2: just fire true and we love it. Um, if, you want, if you want to support the show over on Patreon there's a link to that in the description. Here's for Hire merch, that's also linked down there to our spread shirt. Um Twitter, we're at Heroes for Hire pod. The four is the number four. You can follow us on our Facebook group, Detective Divilman's Discussion Group, again, linked below. Instagram is Heroes for Hire Podcast, and you can email any questions or queries to Hire underscore at outlook.com. But I think that's about it, Connor.
3: I think it is. So I have been Connor Lawler. I have
2: been Sean Meehan.
3: And we'll see you next week, guys.
2: Bye.